It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Thank you to those who are hanging out live, sticking through some technical difficulties. I'm your host, Zach Blackery. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen of the day or your second listen, or for some of you, maybe your third listen. I mean, we've really been through it today. Uh, Auburn just wrapped up their second practice of fall camp. We got to see about 30 minutes of it, and it was very similar to the window that we saw yesterday. So uh, we walked out there, and there were uh, there were quarterbacks paired with centers and running backs, and it was the same groupings that we saw yesterday. But just to recap, Peyton Thorne was with Avery Jones. Robbie Ashford was with Connor Liu. Holden Gurner was Harrison Klimmer. And then Hank Brown took snaps from Jaleel Irvin. And then after that all happened, I walked over and was watching the wide receivers. The wide receivers, they were doing a um, some outside work. And the grouping caught my eye because it was Camden Brown. It was Rivaldo Fairweather. And it was Jair Shorter. Um so two receivers and then tied in and they were going over like fade drills, you know, going over the fade route footwork coming off the line of scrimmage and kind of creating that separation. So um, that was cool because we've talked about Rivaldo Fairweather doing, um, you know, fade routes at the goal line all summer. And it's cool that they're actually considering that clearly. So I think that's something that's cool. And then after that, they did pace drills and it was the same groupings that we saw yesterday, pretty much the same order. Your starters today, quarterback Peyton Thorne, running back Damari Austin, Jarquez Hunter was not there today. Tied in Rivaldo Fairweather, the offensive line from left to right, same crew, Dylan Wade, Tate Johnson, Avery Jones, Cam Stutz, Gunnar Britton. And then your wide receivers were Cam Brown, Nick Mardner, and Jay Fair. And then the second unit was similar to yesterday, Holden Gurner, Brian Batty, Luke Deal, then your offensive lineman from left to right, Garner Langlow, Jeremiah Wright, Connor Liu, Jane Muskrat, and then Too Tall Miller being a part of that. And then I think uh, I think that was pretty much it. The receivers, Amari Kelly, Malcolm Johnson Jr., and Javarius Johnson. And then the quarterbacks just kind of rotated after that. So the order of quarterbacks rotating, it was Thorne, Gurner, Robbie Ashford, Hank Brown, then it started over with Thorne, and then Ashford got the second reps the second time through. So there you go. Uh, as far as some of the play-by-play, and I'll uh, I'll put this on the screen if you're watching live. We got some of it. But the play-by-play of what we saw today, Thorne threw an on-target ball, a deep in route to uh, Jair Shorter. That was nice. It was a little high. He had to go up and get it, but that's probably what's going to have to look like in a game. Then uh, Hank Brown, the baby goat, ran a rollout play off of play action and found Michael Riley Ducker running across the formation. And I think that's going to be something that's going to be exciting to see because a little offensive creativity, a little space, a little having to move the defense. I think there's a lot to like about what you can see from that. And it's the baby goat. He takes like two steps and he's always all, like all the way across uh, across the field. And then... Hank Brown threw what I thought was the best pass of the day. It was a deep seam to Nick Mardner. It was a beautiful ball. It was a beautiful ball. I had some heat on it. It's exactly what you want. 
Then Thorne threw to Malcolm Johnson Jr. on back-to-back passes. Uh, it was just two stick routes in a row, about three or four yards downfield. Nothing too crazy with that. And then Ashford stepped in. He hit deal on an out route in stride. It was a good ball placement there. And then Robbie hit Camden Etheridge on what looked like a go route. And then the session ended. And that's pretty much all she wrote on that. They went to stretching. They just stretched, stretched, stretched. Very flexible team. And then that's that's really all that we saw. So really, really similar window to what we saw yesterday. I will answer any questions now if y'all want to go over um, to go over anything specific. Uh, Terry saying Cobb is way bigger than I thought. He put in a lot of work this offseason is what it I've been told. And you can tell he looks big because he was going to be significantly smaller than some of these other guys. Um, Derek saying, is it just me or does Thorne look short? How tall is Thorne next to Hank Brown? Everybody's short. Uh, let's see. He's like six, two, right? I feel like he's six, two. Peyton Thorne is 6'2", So not a small guy. I wouldn't say he's small. Um, what else? Did Robbie throw any? Yeah, Taylor, I just went through a few of his passes. Robbie threw... He threw an out route um, to a tight end, and then he threw a go route to Camden Etheridge, a walk-on receiver, but the placement was really good there. He did throw behind a few guys earlier in the drill, but his second set of reps were a lot better. And then obviously he did a lot more running than the other quarterbacks did. And so he's kind of, you know, he's throwing the ball less, it seems, than the other quarterbacks because he it's called, you know, do a lot of zone read or read option type plays when he's in there. And as soon as he keeps the ball, like he puts his first two or three steps, it's a burst. The guy can move. There's certainly no question about that. Colin asked, can you tell if there's a difference, a different energy this fall camp compared to last year? No, I, I can't. I mean, it's just kind of a different, it's a different situation. And we see such a small slimmer of practice. I mean, literally half of what we've seen yesterday and today is stretching. And that's by design, right? They're, I mean, it's nice that they give us any window at all. I'm not complaining about that. But a lot of what we see doesn't really matter. I think the thing that matters more than anything is the order. The order of which guys go in. A lot of you will say that's wrong. I don't know why you would say that. But a lot of, I mean, I think that's what's most important is who's getting the most reps early, but still is so early into practice. They're not doing team. They're throwing against air. So, I mean, it's just hard to kind of pick up on what that energy is. Uh, Khalil asking, how does Shorter look to you? Shorter is one of the more physically impressive surprises on this team. I, I think he is, I think he looks the part. He was in that group that I talked about earlier doing outside wide receiver doing those fade routes. It was, it was him, Camden Brown, and Rivaldo Fairweather. And it seems like he's got really good spatial awareness of what's happening around him. In fact, he... No, it was Camden. There was a play where Peyton Thorne threw an outbreaking route, a corner route, and it was Camden Brown that caught it. It was a beautiful catch. He like did some toe touch work on the sideline. And I thought that was shorter for a second, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I actually don't know. 
The only shorter catch I remember seeing today was a deep in from Peyton Thorne. But he looks great physically. Like, he passes the eye test. He looks really, really good. Uh, Peter asking, how much improved are you thinking the offensive line is this year versus last year? I mean, it just, the eye test, once again, that's all we can really base things on so far as how things look. But they look better. They certainly look a lot better than what we saw a year ago. And I think the scheme's going to help them out. But, I mean, Avery Jones and Gunnar Britton, I think those two guys are NFL players. Dylan Wade, I think, is good. I just don't think he's, like, I don't know if the NFL is going to, like, want him. I mean, he's a short tackle. He may have to play guard in the next level. But, I mean, Gunnar Britton being, like, almost 6'7", north of 300 pounds. Uh, I was talking to somebody close to him yesterday, actually. And just the weight that they have packed onto that young man, it's very, very impressive. So, uh, yeah, the offensive line, I think, is going to be significantly better. I think it's a top-half offensive line in the SEC, and that's good enough to give you a chance. Taylor asking, did I watch any defense today? No, I did not. I did not, because y'all always ask about quarterbacks. So, I watch quarterbacks. John, the practice schedule, it's on all of the Auburn sites. I'm not going to pull it up right now. They, they practice Sunday. They're off tomorrow, to my understanding. And then they practice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I think they're off on Wednesday. So they may be off on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Trent asked, how legit does Hooks look? I said this yesterday. Both he and Jair Shorter, very physically impressive to me. Both of those guys and Caleb Burton were the guys that caught my eye the most yesterday. Today, today is probably Malcolm Johnson Jr., actually. And it seemed like Thorne was looking to Malcolm Johnson Jr. early. And we don't know what they're told to, like, uh, you know, simulate in their mind when they're throwing against air. But you watch them kind of hold the ball for a second and go through all their reads. But early on, he looked at Malcolm Johnson Jr. often. I think he's the only guy he threw to twice more than once in that viewing window. So take that for what it's worth. Not that you asked who impressed me, but I would say Malcolm Johnson Jr. was a big one. Is Freeze out there? Is he vocal, working with players individually? Yeah, I mean, he's he's involved. He's involved for sure. There's no question about that. Brett asked, how did Dylan Cinda look? Dylan Cinda is the new offensive lineman transfer from Northwestern. He's a freshman, former four-star commit. Uh, he did a similar thing to what he did yesterday. He was just kind of, I think he was in the three deep yesterday. I only took notes on the first and second team, so I assume he was with the third team today. Uh, funny thing, when we were leaving the field, walked past his parents. They had, you know, send a parent on their on their lanyard. So I guess the family's coming down to, to check out where their son is now. So that's kind of um, that's kind of fun. Um, Taylor asking Thorne at quarterback one, holding at quarterback two, and Robbie has packages. So what we've seen so far, Taylor and everybody else, is in pace drills, Payne Thorne has come out first. Holding Garner's come out second. Robbie's come out third and thrown significantly less than the other quarterbacks, which I think is interesting. I'd love to see him throw more just because he's been working on it, and that's the thing holding him back. Let's see him do it. And then the, the fourth option has been Hank Brown. Today it went all, for all of those four guys, and then it started over with Peyton, and then Robbie came in. And so Robbie got two sets of reps. Talk to somebody who was all at all of the practice yesterday. And he told me that when they went team, that Peyton Thorne had three reps with the starters, Robbie had three reps with the starters, and then Holden had two reps or two series with the starters. So 
it evened out after we left. So, I mean, it's still definitely, definitely a competition. This is the 30-minute window that we actually get to see. Does Nixon have his Kobe McLean build? Larry Nixon, the linebacker transfer from North Texas. That's not a bad comp. That's not a bad comp at all. And they play similarly, and their stats are similar. Um, I think Larry Nixon it might be a better tackler than Zacoby, but Zacoby spent his whole career at the SEC. Larry Nixon spent his entire year up to uh, career up to this point in North Texas, so it's a little bit different. We'll see if all that translates. But from a film standpoint uh, and a stat standpoint, a lot of Zacoby's tackles were like combined tackles. Nixon, Nixon's um, his ratio of like solo tackles to total tackles is really, really special. So, um, but yeah, physically, yeah, I'll give you that. I think that's a good question, Corey. I think that's a good cop. And boy, don't we hope that he is the Kobe McClain. That'd be awesome. Even if we only get him for a year, that'd be awesome. Romello asked, who has been most impressive to you? So today, I liked what I saw out of Malcolm Johnson Jr., I always like what I see out of Rivaldo Fairweather. Um, yeah, and then yesterday it was it was hooks and shorter. Mm-hmm. And then Jeremiah Cobb looks good. Jeremiah Cobb and Damari Austin look very, very similar to me. And I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, let's see. Who do I think starts at receiver? So right now, uh, Khalil, what we've seen so far for the first two days, it's been Camden Brown, Nick Mardner, and Jay Fair. Do I think those will be the first three receivers that run out against UMass when Auburn starts their season? I do not. I think shorter, shorter looks too good to me to keep off the field. I think it'll be Camden Brown, Jair Shorter, Hey, and maybe Jay Fair does start at the slot because I just kind of thought we'd see more Javaris Johnson up to this point. I thought we'd see more Javaris Johnson in spring, but we didn't. They brought in Caleb Burton. That slot's tough. I mean, all those receivers are tough, but I would go. If you had, if I had to guess right now, I'd say Camden Brown, Jair Shorter, and I'd say Javaris Johnson at the slot. Are y'all talking about me loving Hank Brown? Is that what this is in the in the live chat? I got to scroll down and catch up. Mason asked, has Nick Mardner improved his catching? Um, every time, I can really only recall one time I saw him be thrown the ball, and it was the best throw of the day from Hank Brown. It was a seam. It was beautiful. Um, and, it, yeah, it was on target and had some heat on it. That And, and Nick Mardner caught it. So, I mean, he's he's one of one from from everything I can remember. How did Cam Brown look? Cam Brown looks great physically. Um, Cam Brown looks great physically. I don't really, the only time I remember being thrown the ball was that incredible catch that he had on the sideline today. He had a toe touch. To, I assume he was inbounds. I don't know. But Peyton Thorne threw it. Uh, it was an outbreaking route. It was like a flag. They were, they're running a lot of outbreaking routes in this offense, which is good. That's cool because outbreaking routes forces the defense to have to cover more ground. They're just a little risky. You got you to gotta have a strong arm to be able to throw those consistently. So hopefully they feel like whoever wins the job has that. 
One of our DBs said Johnson is the best slot receiver in the country. If he stays healthy, it's possible. I mean, what are they going to say? What, what are they going to say? I mean, I, I, I'm nothing against Javaris Johnson. I love Javaris Johnson, but like, what are they, what are they going to say? Uh, Brett asking about the tight ends. Yeah, it's Rivaldo Fairweather, Luke Deal, and then it's kind of a rotation after that. Yesterday, I was really impressed with Brendan Frazier and how he looked and how he moved, but we just haven't seen a whole lot of uh, of action outside of that. Um, let's see. Fairweather looks like a beast. No question. Darkwell's Hunter was not at practice today. All right. Yeah, it's a slow day. It was a slow day because we saw everything that happened today we saw yesterday. I mean, it's like identically the same thing. Nick asked, how does the early camp compare to the ones you've seen in the past? Similar or big differences? The biggest difference, I think, is um, it seems smoother. Yesterday in our window, I don't think I saw any like footballs hit the ground. And in spring and then last year during the potato famine, I mean, balls hit the ground all the time. It seems like the ball staying in the air more, which is good. Um, it's against air, so the ball shouldn't hit the ground unless there's just some kind of like miscommunication between the quarterback and the wide receiver. Today, it hit the ground, I think, twice that, that I recall. Um, but yesterday, I don't think it hit any. And so I think that's that's probably the biggest difference in a positive way. Um, all right. River Sandy saw two hit the ground. Yeah. I, I think two hit the ground as well. I think that's, I think that's where I was at. Cool. Um, does anybody else have any questions? Yeah. The throw of the day was Hank, Hank Brown to Nick Mardner on an inside seam. Yesterday's best throw was, I think I said it was holding Gurner to Caleb Burton on an outbreaking route. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Uh, Khalil, any noticeable bad drops? No, I think both times the ball hit the ground, it was because of a bad throw from a quarterback. It was behind the intended target. The two that I saw. The two that I saw. Uh, odds that we land Bolden tomorrow. I mean, it seems like it's 50-50. Nobody knows anything. But man, if, if Auburn... Auburn locked down the number one safety in the country. That'd be great. Talk to folks that are very close to Hugh Freeze earlier today. They think he's the best player in the country. This Auburn staff has him number one in the entire country. Doesn't matter position. They think he's the best prospect in the country. They think he's Ed Reed. Like, they think he's special. So that'd be great. That'd be great. 21 is Brian Batty. 21 is Brian Batty. It's so funny because... Right now, our running backs are 21, which is Batty, 22, which is Austin, and 23, which is Cobb. And I'm not going to lie, especially with Cobb. Lost signal there. So sorry. Um, Is there any... Noticeable difference. Can y'all let me know if I'm still alive. Is there any noticeable difference in how our players look in terms of a strength and conditioning viewpoint? The guys look bigger, but also like we brought guys in that were bigger. So I don't know. 
what's what. I don't really know how to evaluate that. There are some dudes that like took a noticeable jump, like saw your pate, you know, who, who's been a walk-on quarterback for a few years. Like he looks like a totally different human being. And so like you could really tell with him, the offensive line looks big, but they were all like big when they got here in the spring. So I I think it's too early to tell. I don't think that's something that just really changes over the course of a summer. I think DJ, DJ, I think it's going to take some time to, um, you're not like the linebacker commit. Are you? You're not that DJ Barber. Are you? Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign. All right. We're back live. We're back live. Very good. Very good. Anything negative that you saw at practice about safeties? I didn't spend a whole lot of time in front of the defense. And then yesterday I spent very little time on the defense. I did, however, tell my photographer, Eric, that we needed more pictures of linebackers and safeties for the website. So when we put up the gallery later today at auburndaily.com, you can see all about the safeties there. I bet he has a ton of pictures there. Eddie's saying, Freeze said to Tebow that players are bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think they are. They should be. They should be, but like, I think they came in bigger. I mean, there's a chance they gained some weight, but I mean, you're not going like, to transform your body over the summer when you've been working out your entire life. That's just not really, it's a, it's a long-term, as a long-term game. Khalil says, is it crazy to say shorter can be the best wide receiver in the SEC? Yeah, I think that is crazy. I think he'd be the Auburn's best receiver, but I don't think he could be the best receiver in the SEC. <laughs> Derek asked, you're not running off of Charlie Five's internet, are you? It seems like the last two days, uh, I think Charlie Five has given me his internet. It's been it's been a battle. It's been a battle. Um, okay, DJ Barber, you're not that one, but you're from there. That's cool. That's cool. I'm sure you'd be a great linebacker as well. Uh, guys, I'm going to stay live for a few more minutes. Anybody got any more questions or comments? I think I've got more practice video. Let's see. Let's see what we've got here. It's going to be loud for a second. I think this is a different one. That's Peyton to Malcolm Johnson Jr., right? So, I mean, he, he found him early and often, which I, I think is interesting. Not something I really say. And then, like, just standing next to Jeremiah Cobb, I mean, he just looks like a different human being, which is great. And then Rafaldo Fairweather is just like, how do you cover that? I mean, that's just a hunk of a man. Yeah, I think Jeremiah Cobb's going to be really good this year. I hope he gets a chance. I hope he gets a chance, but there's a lot of dudes. There's a lot of dudes here. Call me crazy, Khalil says. You heard it here first. Shorter will be the best receiver in the SEC. I'm pulling for him. He looks it. He passes the eye test. He looks like what he's supposed to look like. Um, Love the hit the ground stat. It's important. Bob, it is. I mean, especially with like what we saw... In the spring, there was times last year where I was watching the throwing session and it was just like, you know, basic skeleton passing drills where it was a quarterback and then there'd be two outside guys and then two inside guys and there'd be two quarterbacks and each quarterback was thrown to their side of the field. And it was just, I looked at other media members. I'm like, this is the worst throwing session I've ever seen. And it's just night and day difference. I don't know if it's working over the course of the summer I don't know if bringing Peyton Thorne in fired everybody up. I don't know. But, man, it's just night and day different. Night and day different. 
Weekend Warrior asked, hey, tomorrow is your day, Weekend Warrior. Is John Jackson getting good reps? I really liked his running style. I don't think so. I don't think he's getting a lot of reps. No. No. And, I mean, look, right now he's your he's your fourth running back. And when Jarquez comes back, I think Jarquez will come back. He'll be your fifth running back. I don't know, like, how many reps is he supposed to get? That's a genuine question. Like, how many reps is Sean Jackson supposed to get? There's a few things y'all are asking where, like, we're not supposed to comment on certain things. So I can't talk about some of the things you guys are asking. All right, just to just to recap one more time, because I think my three-year-old's banging on my door. Oh, another note I wrote down that I didn't read or didn't talk about. Every rep, new Auburn wide receiver coach, Marcus Davis, is coaching his absolute tail off. Every single rep, the guy does not stop talking, and he does not stop coaching. Very, very impressive. Because he was kind of asked, like, can he belong? Is he ready for this big SEC job? And uh, he's killed it. I mean, he's been absolutely spectacular. With, with everything, obviously, on the recruiting side of things. But, man, just um, just looking at these receivers move and the way they respect and looked at him. And he's – so, in these pace drills, and you can probably see him – you can probably see him in some of this video. Um, Yeah, that's him clapping in the blue right there. Like, he's constantly coaching, and he's critiquing every single route that they do. Every single one. And it's just pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. And on some of these, he'll act as a defensive back and he'll go somewhere just to see if they react and go the right way. I haven't seen that at Auburn before. Since I've been covering the team, I have not seen a coach do that. See, like, he's up there with them. Like he's making contact with Malcolm Johnson Jr. there. So just some cool little things is like, that's something that I haven't seen before. I can't believe I forgot to talk about that. Um, Cool. I think that's it, fam. I think that's it. Please like this video. Please click subscribe. We were so close to 12,000 subs. The last week has been bonkers as far as gaining subs and getting views. It means a ton if you guys um, if you guys would do that. Um, all right. Yep, we're wrapping it up. Y'all are awesome. Love you all so much. Have a fantastic weekend. We will go live if we get KJ Bolden. We will not if we do not get KJ Bolden. So be on the lookout um, for that. But until next time, hopefully it's tomorrow night. If not, we'll see you Monday morning. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 